Welcome to today's edition of the Blazing Grace Show with Jason Graves and Mike Janung. Blazing Grace covers blazing issues with grace-filled answers. Here are your hosts, Jason and Mike. And we're back here with the Blazing Grace Show. This is Jason Graves along with my good and faithful trusty co-host, Mike Janung. Hello, Michael. Hey, Jason. How are you? I am well, my friend. I am very well, and I'm very excited to have not only a, a very interesting guest today, but somebody uh, who's a veteran of the show, a guest hostess today. Welcome back, Julie Dozier. Well, thank you. It's good to be, to, good to be back. You're back in the saddle, huh? <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> it's good to have you. Well, let's get right to it. Um, we have got a, a, a neat guest here today, something different. All the way from Europe, we've got Philip on the line from Vienna, Austria. Hello, Philip. Hello, speaking from Austria, which is kind of east from the U.S. Yes, you are. You're you're like an eastern annex of the United States, right? That's right. Right. Okay. And so. there's no kangaroos. Let me just make clear right. Right. Front, you know that we have no kangaroos in Austria. They're in Australia. <laughs> okay. Important distinction. Well, we're, we we want to hear your story, uh, Philip. So we'll get to that in just a second, and then we're going to talk about uh, pornography and sexual addiction in Europe, and here's some facts about that and how you're reaching out uh, all across the uh, the continent there uh, to the east. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your story and how you got involved in all this? My story is very similar to, I think, many stories people have, um, you know, growing up, um, never having been taught on the issue of pornography, you know, mm-hmm. just kind of um, finding out through finding a porn magazine hanging around somewhere on the floor. Right. So many people we talk to, same experience, and not knowing how to handle the situation, and basically going over into a, um, uh, some software I found one day which I, I used to uh, put into my computer and found this is kind of interesting. <laughs> um, funny, I think it was the old days when you used to have these computers. Do you remember, Jason, like these um, Texas Instruments computers yeah. where you would feed with a cassette recorder five minutes you would spend to load a, load a software and it would kind of die on you. You would have to rewind. Right. And our parents had no idea. We had one of these um, software programs which we rather should not have had in <laughs> at home. Right. And that's kind of my, my entry into the whole thing, you know. Is that right? Wow. Uh, uh, we had a Texas Instrument computer, and we used to love to play Tombstone on that thing. But I'll tell you what, uh, it's amazing how technology has taken off so fast. I mean, I didn't necessarily get involved in pornography with uh, or those early computers, but I know that you know a lot of people have. And then when the internet came, it just was like crack cocaine. So, um, talk about you know what where this stuff has taken you in in your journey. You know. Um started off with that was my first experience um i just kind of wanted to find out what what is this all about you know just just um seeing well these people are naked um nobody's talked with me about that so i started looking more into stuff you know mm-hmm. um the thing was i was a christian at that time um and actually i became a christian at that time <laughs> around mm-hmm. that time mm-hmm. and i started going to pornography at that time as well mm-hmm. um which sounds a bit um, schizophrenic but um uh, i just kind of really got in and, 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 and found more stuff. And I knew it was bad. You know, seriously, all the years, and that was 14 years I was involved, I always knew this is not fine. I know this is not okay with God. Mm-hmm. And every time I would look at stuff, you know, I would fall on my knees after and say, God, what a pig I am, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, I'm this Christian youth leader here, and I'm teaching people about you. I'm exciting people for you. When I go home, I look at garbage. And mm-hmm. I kept always repenting straight away. There was never... More than an hour, <laughs> I left between sinning and, and actually asking God then to forgive me. Right. Just ex- 
experiencing God's grace, kind of picking me up, say, hey, Phil, come on, continue, you know, go with me, you know. Mm, right. <clears throat> I used to do some traveling in Europe for business, and uh, boy, when I was trying to resist that stuff, I remember going to the airports, and there would be magazines with full frontal nudity right there, right in front of your face, right at kids' level. And, <sighs> and I remember turning on the TV at night, and this was regular TV. It wasn't like cable or HBO like we've got here. And then at 8 and 9 o'clock at night, <clears throat> there would be nudity, full frontal nudity on your TV, TV there, and... Has that situation gotten any worse, or? Um, actually, it, it, it's changed to the better, to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. it, it was massively in Austria, definitely, and not in Austria, but in Europe. I used to travel a lot, and, and the same experience, you know. Um, it um, wasn't a big issue. And when we had people come from the U.S. to Austria, Christians, they were shocked out of their minds mm. um, seeing all the nudity on advertisement billboards. You know, this was normal, and a lot of Austrians, even Christians, are just used to it, so... I think a big issue was with a lot of Christian men was um, obviously the internet when it came out um, and and television, um, but it used to be full of nudity. Now, actually, it's changed quite a bit, I would say, for the last year and two years, that you'll see less and less pornography, especially in these um, typical channels you would see where there was pornography, and it's far less than ever before, which is very encouraging, actually, to see. Mm-hmm. Actually, to see. There's a strong movement within Europe at the moment um, against uh, kids' porn, Wow. Um, there are a lot of um, porn rings being, you know, people being caught. Um, just a friend of mine, um, her kids were, were in, involved. You know, she had no idea they were involved in kids' porn as, as being filmed. <laughs> and and um, we had Interpol turn up at that doorstep, you know. And um, a lot of exposure happening at the moment in Europe. Um, kids' porn rings kind of, you know, coming to the light. So it's, it's an interesting time at the moment, to be honest. Right. Um, the media has a huge issue on that, and they condemn it very much um, when it comes to kids' porn. However, when it comes to pornography, they're um, still very liberal towards that. But even there, people are slowly kind of rethinking things. You'll find it far less in television as ever before, which is really encouraging, you know. So what's changed? Because I remember <clears throat> going to Germany on a, a business trip, and there would be a soap and there was on the afternoon there be they showed two men two men kissing what what is it that's bringing this change about it's difficult to say really what i mean i know there's a i know within austria there's a lot of people really getting together to pray uh, not specific, specifically on that issue but in general you know um hmm. uh and that, that are really trying to bring a change as well not only just praying but literally also having a positive attitude not being against the things but trying to kind of um, positively influence, <clears throat> you know, people, governments, teachers. Um, in Europe, very much, there used to be very much ghetto Christian being, you know, if something bad would come out, you know, you would um, send bad letters to the government and complain and to the radio stations, you know. Um, but now people are kind of taking a different attitude and trying to want to really positively change things, not just be against something, but be for positive sexuality, positive things. And I think that's a big change we're seeing in Europe definitely in the German-speaking world where people are kind of starting to be more positive. And I think that has an influence, to be honest, yeah. Mm. And, Philip, I mean, it's certainly true that there is power in prayer. Mm. And I'm I'm not sure how much you know about um, in the States of what's going on with the porn, but um, from from your perspective, what do you see as the big difference between here in America and uh, in Europe? Well, definitely until recently, it's been more publicly available, um, not only about the Internet, because everybody has access to that, but, mm-hmm. you know, just in, in, in you know, billboards and everywhere you go. I mean, I go to work every day. I'm 
you know, I see thousands of naked women every day. Yeah. That's normal, you know. You, wow. This is, I think, very much different than in the U.S. Mm. It's more publicly available, easier, mm. except now, obviously, the, um, by Internet, which everyone has access to. Um, I think this is very different. I think where we are still fairly far behind, and now talking about the church side of things, or Christians, is that in the U.S. very much uh, quite a few scandals have happened. Right. Things are coming to the light at the moment. Right. People are more aware and are starting to talk. You have a lot of organizations that are getting this issue, you know, taking a hold of this issue. Um, that's not the case in Europe still. Um, right. Because hardly be- any organizations. Yeah, yeah, people aren't willing to necessarily look at it because I think in Europe which has always sort of set the trend for America. I mean, we've always sort of gone where Europe has gone. Uh, there's been such a great desensitization over there, not that there you know, isn't, that isn't happening uh, here in the States. And in fact, it is happening here in the States. Uh, that I think that the reason why we are having uh, these things come to light and that people are making a big deal about them is because we care about them and we're paying attention to them and that we have a little bit of a window here where these things are still going to matter for a while. But then eventually, we'll, we'll, we will, like Europe, become desensitized to them as a, as a culture. Mm. So it's really important now, wouldn't you say, uh, you know, that, that Philip, we take advantage as a, as a, a nation and a culture culture of the opportunity to really look at these things and, and deal with them. And, and I'm just curious, you know, following suit there along those lines, since we do follow Europe uh, in many ways, what are some of the effects that you've seen in Europe as a result of uh, what's happening with pornography and the prevalence of it? What are the effects that you've seen? And also, how are you combating it? Because I know that you're doing some seminars and things like that. So maybe you can talk about that a little bit. I mean, I think it's not so different to the U.S. in, in that case that, that we see a lot of, um, especially men, but more and more women, obviously, kind of not being able to do what, you know, God has planned for their life, you know. And talking about myself, you know, feeling, you know, this big burden on my back, you know, kind of what a Christian am I? You know, yes, I'm excited about God. At the same time, I do this stuff, you know, and, and it kind of doesn't, you're not free to really get out, you know, and do stuff. You know, you feel this burden thing, you know, on your back. Right. And, and that's what we've experienced a lot. You know, we've been talking to people. There's this, you know, you know, we could do so much if people would get rid of <laughs> porn in their life, you know, mm. and, you know, have other worries. Well, have no worries at all. <laughs> but um, it's kind of really holding, holding people back. That's what I'm seeing. It's, uh, and people wanting to get out but kind of not managing it. Um, I think in Europe we have a specific problem. I think it's not much different in the U.S. It's, um, it's very similar to Europe and, and the U.S. is that, People are very isolated. Um, a lot of, um, you know, ego. You, you know, God bless me, my, <laughs> mine. <laughs> yeah. um, and 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 that's kind of people are dying because of lack of relationships. And I think that's a big issue actually for Europe and also I guess in the U.S. That people are just kind of searching for love, mm, right. acceptance, and they're looking in the places. They're not going to fill them. You know, it's self sex. It's not going to make people happy, really. You know. Right. And that's why we, we wanted to actually bring in, you know, not just be against porn, but actually bring in positive sexuality, you know. So that's right. important for us in the seminar to have, you know, a lot of fun, you know. We, we've had quite a few seminars where we just had a lot of laughs, you know. People were laughing their heads off. Amen. And a few minutes later, people will be dead silent, you know. Right. Uh, you know, we talk about anecdotes. Uh, I talk about my time I used to spend in the paper containers looking for porn magazines. Right. Only to find out that nobody throws them into a paper basket. <laughs> 
paper or garbage can you think yes i think right. you know, he throws these things away so yeah uh, i mean porn <laughs> addicts aren't exactly the most earth, earth friendly folks you know, on the planet yeah, okay. to be honest, i just remember so. one case i was living in a, in a village of four thousand people uh-huh. two half of the people about two thousand lived in a huge building complex where i used to live and you know it was weekend i would not be able to get anything any garbage so i just get into the paper container and start you know acting as if i had lost something in the paper container you know uh-huh. just only to find out that i was not able to find anything in there wow. <laughs> got more frustrated not being able to find porn stuff right so this is the craziness people you know <laughs> things you do you know right the right stupid things you know and i would be passionate i'm a passionate guy so if i do something garbage i'll do it full of passion and do it fully <laughs> you know Right, perfectionist, and <laughs> well, get into trouble. <laughs> listen, if you're just tuning in, uh, thanks for listening to the Blazing Gray Show. We're meeting with Philip, who's from Austria, and Philip, uh, you can actually contact him at uh, info at nakedfacts dot com, and in fact, you can also reach him at the Blazing Grace Europe site, info at blazinggrace dot de, and so your organization um, has a website as well, Philip. Uh, you can see them online at nakedfacts f a c t s dot c o dot u k. And in a second here, I want to hear more about these uh, these seminars that you're doing, and sort of what folks can expect if you have uh, if they have you come to their church or organization. But Mike, it looks like you've got kind of a question brewing over there. Yeah, I was curious, Phil, when you're speaking to people, what kind of responses are you getting from not only the men but also the wives? At the moment, um, we're just seeing that this is really starting up through the Internet website that we have, the nakedfacts.co.uk, and we have a similar one in German, which is called www.nacktetatsachen.at. Um, we're seeing slowly women, uh, wives contacting us. This is slowly beginning. At the seminars, most of the time, we have more talks with men and actually women that are into porn. Just, um, just recently, we had a survey in the church we spoke at, and we were very surprised to find out that half of, of the church would actually, uh, the girls would be uh, um, into masturbation, and, and about a third of the girls were actually honest enough to say, well, honest enough, it was an anonymous <laughs> survey, <laughs> but they stated that you know, a third of them were into pornography within the last half a year. So um, this is what we're seeing at the moment, and I'm fairly surprised, actually, and also for me as a man, that this is not an issue so much only for men, but also more mm. and more so actually for women. Mm. And, Philip, um, I'm seeing that here also. It's just more and more, and I, I don't know what it's like over there, but I'm seeing that um, it's more of the, the younger age. Um, what are you seeing over there as far as the females? I mean, definitely, um, you know, the industry um, has found a niche in advertisement and that is advertising and trying to get money in it and that is um, targeting women, you know. So mm-hmm. more and more we're actually seeing men <laughs> portrayed naked or in a right. special position, um, less so women, less and less than, than in the past, actually, fine enough. So there's a new area, basically, the industry is targeting <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, in to, to re- reach out to these people, yeah. But, you know, our heart is really to reach, reach, reach these people, you know, Christian or not. You know, for us, it's, it's, it's just an issue, the whole uh, pornography. It's just killing people, you know. Um, it's not like we are against pornography. But it's just a thing, you know, it kills love. It, you know, it makes your, for men, it, it kills, you know, the relationship to their wives. But also the other way around, you know, more and more. So that's where we actually, you know, started up a year ago. This is a fairly young ministry we have. We only started a year ago. And uh, basically triggered through uh, one of my best friends that um, where his wife said, you know, hey, 
I'm out. You know, if you do this once more, looking to porn, I'm away. And that kind of, you know, freaked him. <laughs> mm. And he fell back into pornography. And his wife doesn't know until today. And that really triggered a lot in our hearts to say, hey, we want to challenge not only Austria, but also the German-speaking Europe, part of Europe and and, and UK and, and Europe as a whole to really talk about things, you know, talk openly, bring things to the light and say, hey, you know, start talking about these things. You know, 80% of the power is broken of the porn power if people start talking. So this is what we're really trying to target at and, and we're speaking at churches, we, 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 we at seminars, you know, we're open to speak anywhere, you know, it doesn't have to be Christian, to be honest. You know. Are the churches pretty open to this? Um, at the moment, yes. You know, we, we had in, in Austria, we had a, um, in Vienna, sorry, the, which is the capital of Austria, we um, phoned, I'd say, about thir- a third of all pastors in Vienna mm-hmm. and said, you know, were you interested in the seminar? And they said, very much so. So right. this is what we did, basically, um, a year ago, well, even less than a year ago, is um, invite people from churches, you know, to come. And we had a 35 year organizations from Vienna join and back up this whole thing, mm-hmm. which is very... Interesting, because we had groups working together that never, ever worked together from, from a different denominational background that fully supported it. And we had um, 250 people turn up, which is for Austrian standards, which is a very small country with a very low percentage of Christian. Christian people say it's way below 0.5%. This is a lot for a topic like this. And the encouraging thing was we saw most of the people that came were leaders. There was hardly anybody there that was not in some kind of leadership. Wow. Mm. That was a positive thing. <laughs> mm. That thing was, it showed that those who were involved, which are not in leadership, not that leadership is not involved in support. Right. Um, there's no doubt about it, it's just as well in there. But well, right. we saw there was a big, t- t- you say taboo, uh, um, shame yeah. for people just to turn up a seminar. You know, every leader that came was, you know, opened and said, well, I'm a leader kind of, you know, I need to find out about this. Um, now that has triggered off um, um, two more seminars we're doing in different larger towns in Austria. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are two more um, thinking about doing it, but it's still a very, very interesting topic. The reactions are people are very scared to do it, mm-hmm. to do a seminar inviting us, not because they don't know us, but more like because it's such a critical issue and a lot of people are thinking about wanting to do something but saying, well, give us time. You know, we need time. Some people just don't say give us time, they don't contact us anymore, but we know from other people that they're really thinking of doing it, but are kind of scared. And we're, we're finding out a lot of leaders, people people in leadership or in, in, into porn, you know. It'll be, you know, <coughs> just talking around to people, uh, you know, it's Phil, um, 50% of people. Let me ask you, when, when men and women are coming to you, what kind of answers are you providing them? What, what are you telling them to do with their relationship with the Lord, and, and what are you telling them to do on how to overcome this problem? Tell them to read <laughs> Road to Grace. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually, it's being translated into German, Mike. Do you know that? Yeah, yeah <laughs> <I'm not sorry>. <laughs> Mike's actually translating it into German, which is great, because um, we desperately need a good book in German. Uh, there's a lot of garbage around <laughs> when it comes to books <laughs> right. in German on the issue. So right. this is great. That it's coming out. No, um, seriously, um, yeah, obviously, yeah, we do. <laughs> a lot of stuff that's in the book. Um, very much this um, looking to God, you know, um, and, and, you know, when, you know, talking with God about your sexuality, you know, you can talk with God about everything. You know, that's a great, mm. you know, you can say, God, I'm nothing. I know it's not okay. But you can talk with God. You know, you can mention the word penis. He's not going to be shocked. He invented mm. it. He invented <laughs> right, it. right. Believe it or not, I know this is hard to believe, but God actually did that. Yeah. He, he's cool. He's a cool guy, really. <laughs> totally. He is. Um, 
Um, he understands yeah, so, masturbation and he understands yeah. pornography, and those words yeah. won't make him blush. Right. You, know, you don't even have point. to use the say the M word. You can actually say masturbation. Right. You can. Yeah. And we wow. two of us in the studio just said it. Mike, would you like to give it a try? <laughs> masturbation. <laughs> okay. Now everybody, check your pulse. I just okay. Me, All right. Nobody died. We we said the word, and everybody's okay. Okay. Good. So you're you're, you're pointing them to resources. You're talking about okay prayer. So you're trying to engage them. Spiritually, um, anything else? I mean, relationship and, and love is a key thing to everything. You right. know, right. Um, why are people so involved? You know, they're looking for love. They're looking for acceptance. You know, mm-hmm. fill their heart. You know, there is an eager thing to look into that. You know, right. um, so this is a big, big thing just for singles. You know, we're, we're encouraging, especially the young girls, more and more finding out they're into pornography and and, and masturbation. You know, you know, get into relationships with. <laughs> not with men. Right. <laughs> just get into relationships with, with friends. other friends. You yeah. know, with friends, you Friendships. Know, men or, or women. But right. just have yeah. friends, you know, meet up with people. Don't be on, on your own, you know. Right. Talk with people honestly. Start talking in, in your house groups, in your Bible study groups. Talk about the issue, you know. Yeah, be real, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. We had uh, Tammy Maltby on the show a while back, and uh, she did a good job of just saying, hey, you know what, I realized that I needed to be real or die. Because she was so ashamed of her life and, and of, of herself that she wasn't willing to be real. But she was feeling suicidal. And so the only thing that she could do was to face the hard thing in her life, and that was to be real with people or die. So listen, we, that's we, the thing, you know, you, you're going to die. If you keep with this issue on your own, like I used right. to do, I did not talk with people. You're just going to die. And yeah. I died, you know, spiritually, inside. I died. I'm, right. I'm the only person worldwide that has a porn issue. And I could not talk with anybody. And I, right. I did talk to people. It's like everybody else has this experience. People were not able to handle the situation. Yeah. The Bible's clear. Asked, How am I doing? <laughs> the Bible's clear. It says, you know, no temptation has seized you except that which is common to man. Okay? And so people do deal with it. You're not the only one. And plus, uh, what we're talking about here with death, we're not trying to blow it out of proportion here, folks. The Bible says uh, lust leads to sin, and sin leads to, when it's full-blown, death. All right. So listen, we need to wrap up here, um, Philip. But um, one last question. Uh, I noticed on your website, uh, nakedfacts.co.uk, that you talk about the impact on youth. In, in just 30 seconds, can you share with us what you're seeing in terms of the effects on youth? Because I know in America, uh, teens are the biggest consumers of porn out there. Hmm. Well, what we're seeing, and then also we had a teacher just recently contacting us, is that um, porn on the mobile is a huge topic coming up oh. at the moment. Yeah. Um, and then actually in Germany, they now um, uh, a school director actually um, said he's going to do contracts with each <laughs> parent <laughs> that their kids are not allowed to take any mobile phones into the class, and that mm-hmm. was majorly criticized. Right. But funny enough, after time, people are very positive towards that. Right. Saying, and, and even the students are students are saying this is great. Wow. Um, we we don't want to look at the stuff, you know, in the end of the day. But that's a big issue coming up at the moment. Yeah. With you know the youth wanting to see. Porn and you're out. You know, we've just heard recently from a colleague. You know, if you don't know who the porn actress is on the mobile, you're out. You know, you're not part of the class anymore. Right. And and we need to challenge that. Just talk openly with our kids. You know, my kids are three and six years old. Uh-huh. No, they're not. They're four and six years old. Sorry <laughs> to correct. And we talk about openly talk about that issue. Yeah. Mm. And uh, they know how things are. You know, called. They know that we're involved in seminars. You know, right. we. T- 
talk to them in a, in a childlike way. Right. Amen. I love how Mike does that with his kids. He says, look, pornography is simply people without their clothes on. If you ever see it, I want you to come to me and tell tell me first. So listen, Philip, it's been a blessing to have you on, brother. So listen, anytime you want to come back, it's an open door, all right? Yeah, it's a long walk. It's a long walk. <laughs> <laughs> Open door, long walk. I'd rather phone in, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been a show about uh, porn and uh, s- sexual addiction in Europe, and uh, we're glad to be uh, tackling this subject. Listen, uh, did you know that we're on the air in South Africa? Uh, funny to note that the initials for sexual addiction in South Africa are both SA, by the way. Um, 103 FM in uh, in Pretoria, South Africa. Uh, Impact Radio. In fact, you can see them uh, online at uh, impactradio.co. Uh, something rather. I don't know. You just Google it. <laughs> but the bottom line is that they're taking it to that nation and we're very grateful for them so Rodney and the gang blessings on you that's Wednesday nights from 10pm to midnight in South Africa and listen do you want to be on the Blazing Grace show we're going to do a, a live call in show in June so if you want to come on as a, as a caller uh, we'll get you set up just uh, call us or email mike at blazinggrace.org we'll see you next week when we tune in with uh, Dr. Lawrence Westreich Thank you for tuning in to this edition of The Blazing Grace Show. We trust today's broadcast helps bring you closer to God and to what God desires for your life. Blazing Grace is a listener-supported mission intended to help listeners around the world. Your support is vital in keeping that mission alive. We ask you to prayerfully consider sending a tax-deductible gift to Blazing Grace. It would be gratefully appreciated. You can send your monetary gift to Blazing Grace, P.O. Box 625. Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80962-2521. That's Blazing Grace, P.O. Box 62521, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80962-2521. Want to learn more about Blazing Grace? Find us on the internet at www.blazinggrace.org. That's www.blazinggrace.org forward slash radio htm on that page you'll find a downloadable copy of this show or you can visit oneplace.com under ministries look for blazing grace radio if you want help resolving a sexual addiction you can reach jason graves toll free by dialing 877-590-SOUL that's 877-590-7685 in addition to jason graves counseling mike janung has a book out mike janung's book the road to grace finding true freedom from the bondage of sexual addiction is available at www.roadtograce.com. The book guides those who struggle with sexual addiction to a place of finding the abundant life of Christ. There are also sections for wives and recovery for marriage. Desire for a specific subject to be covered on Blazing Grace? Tell Mike Janung what you want covered. You can email Mike at Mike, the symbol at blazinggrace.org. We look forward to sharing more blazing issues and grace-filled answers next time. Thanks once again for listening, and may God shine His grace upon you.